This is Coach Lou Holtz, and you're listening to Building Championship Mindsets, the podcast with Dr. Amber Selke, from the locker room to the boardroom. Dr. Amber is the best in the business at helping you and your team build the mindset that drive results. So lock in. If you can take just one thing away from today and implement it into your life, I know you'll be a better person and a better leader, coach, athlete, parent, or spouse because of it. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Building Championship Mindsets, the podcast. This is your host, Dr. Amber Selkin, where we are in season six entitled Sports Psych X's and O's. As many of you know, have been with us this season, we are really exploring some of the most foundational and fundamental theories, concepts, models in the field of applied sports psychology that we really use and leverage in our work at Selkin Performance. So we believe in having a grounded approach to helping people understand how they operate, how they're wired, and how they can optimize themselves in moments and situations. And so whether it's an individual or team and an organization from the locker room to the boardroom, so from the sports space to the business space, we really come alongside individuals and teams to help them optimize performance when it matters most. And so today, going into the holiday season, I thought it would be fun to talk about coping strategies. As we all know, you know, it, it, it the end of the year is such an interesting time, right? Because we're wrapping up work and everything that went into 2019. We're in the process of preparing for 2020. And then, oh, by the way, um, we might be having family and friends and holiday parties at our house, going to different holiday parties and gatherings, um, or planning to get on the road to, to go visit family in, in other areas. And so all of that coming together can create for a stressful moment or situation. And so being able to cope with that is really important because guess what? It's a beautiful time of the year. In fact, it's the most wonderful time of the year. And so many people don't get to enjoy it because they're too wrapped up and too distracted and, and too stressed out to really enjoy what a beautiful season this this really is. And so we wanted to talk a little bit today about coping strategies and what that means and what that looks like. And so what research has found is, you know, there, there's several different ways we can look at this, but for simplicity's sake, um, what we found is that there's really, really two types of coping. There's problem-focused coping and then there's emotion-focused coping. And so problem-focused coping strategies really center on alleviating the environmental stimulus that is causing the stress response, right? So you want to go solve the problem. What is creating the stress? What is creating the tension? Go after that and solve it, right? So from an athlete standpoint, if you think about a a batter, right? If he tends to get anxious with left-handed pitchers, a problem-solving approach to that would be to get more reps against a left-handed pitcher, right? And to just practice that and be at the plate more in that situation and really attack it from that end. Um, whereas let's think about um, you know holiday season, problem-focused. All of a sudden, uh, we realize that one of our ovens is down in the house and we start freaking out because we have to make the meat. Okay, well, we could totally freak out or we could decide that we're going to do the turkey on the grill, or we're going to just go buy it, you know, and and just alleviate that by problem focus, right? And so instead of allowing emotion, anxiety, and stress, and all this stuff and frustration to take over, just calm down. What's the problem? Okay, our, and an oven's down. We need two turkeys made for the amount of people that we're having over for Christmas dinner. Okay, what do we need to do? What are our options? And to stay calm in that moment, right? Because what do we know? The brain in a positive state thinks more clearly, thinks more creatively, and it problem solves better. And when problems arise, we tend to go into a negative state of mind. So the brain closes down, it starts to eliminate choice options. And so all of a sudden you're like, oh my God, what am I going to do? And so rather 
step back, take a breath, think about what the problem is, what are some alternatives and solutions, and then pick the best available one, right? I remember when you know we were doing wedding planning uh, for Aaron and I's wedding, and my mom told me, she goes, listen, there's going to have things go wrong on the big day, okay? Your flower girl might decide she's not walking down the aisle. She goes, so here's what you do. You just decide, we, don't, we only have one flower girl, not two. Or you tend to find somebody in the audience that looks about her sides, ask her if she wants to walk down the aisle, pull her back, switch their dresses and push them down the aisle, right? So it's like, you can't freak out in the moment because you can't control it. Let's just solve the problem. So, you know, part of my problem solving coping skills definitely came from my mom. She's pretty effective at that in anything that goes on and is really great in the moment. So it's been a great, great thing to learn from her. Um, So again, problem focused coping strategies. What's the problem? solve it, think about alternatives, and then jump into action. Whereas emotion-focused coping strategies really seek to regulate the emotions in order to reduce or manage really the mental distress that happens, right? And so we want to emotionally regulate in that moment. So again, you know, let's go back to that hitter-pitcher analogy. Instead of just taking more reps against a left-handed pitcher, It's learning how to control your breathing in the box, regulate your emotions, manage your eye discipline. What are you seeing? Is your eye locked onto the pitcher's release hand? You know, and so, so that you can maintain composure at the plate, right? Let's go back to our uh, oven going down and turkey situation here with the family. Again, instead of allowing all of that anxiety and stress to to come out, um, we just breathe, right? We reframe the situation cognitively and we think to ourselves, hey, maybe we just do one turkey and then we do a ham, right? And I'm breathing and I'm calm and and progressive muscle relaxation, right? If I need to every night before the family comes in. Um, it's just regulating your emotions and staying calm in that moment. Now, as you're listening to this, you might be thinking to yourself, why wouldn't you just do both? <laughs> and that's a great thought, right? So being able to combine those two strategies is also very, very effective in helping us manage the stresses that come up. And then there's really a third type of, of uh, coping as well, which is avoidance. And, and unfortunately, this is what a lot of people do. They avoid the situation. They avoid thinking about it. They avoid solving the problem. They avoid trying to mentally or emotionally understand how they're experiencing that moment so that they can process it in a healthy way. And listen, the reality of it is, in short term, in the moment, avoidance actually might be really helpful. You know, if you think about a high performance standpoint and in the moment execution, um, you might be able to avoid that moment. Let's just not think about it. Let's lock on to what other things need to be done and keep moving forward. What happens though is if people get into um, get into a habit of doing that on a consistent basis, that becomes their go-to and they never actually deal with or process anything. So although they might be solving and coping in the short term, in the long term that tends to build up and then eventually that comes out, right? In unhealthy relationships, in emotional reactions to situations, um, and just never really getting to know and understand yourself and then all of a sudden feeling a disconnect between who you actually are in the world. And so... I want to bring this to light because I think a lot of us can fall into this avoidance trap and rather, can we just know that there's some other options, right? Can I move into more of a problem-focused strategy? Can I move into more of an emotion coping strategy? Can I leverage a little bit of both of those to help me navigate situations in ways that are helpful in the short term and the long term? 
So hopefully this conversation today has opened your mind to a little bit more of coping strategies and ways to think about coping with the stresses and and frustrations and struggles that we go through on just a day-to-day basis in life. There's so much more around the coping literature and so much more that we could go into. But again, uh, these um, sessions are supposed to be short, quick, give us different ways of thinking about things that we can apply to our lives immediately and start to, again, lean into the best versions of ourselves. And so with that being said, uh, your championship mindset training for this week week is going to be to be proactive in your coping strategies going into to this holiday season, right? So a lot of times too, it's most helpful if instead of just waiting for things to happen and unfold, we become a little bit more proactive. Listen, you've been through a holiday before, I'm sure. Uh, what are some of the normal things that come up year after year in the midst of your holiday season that you can be proactively thinking about, hey, when this happens this year or if this happens this year, I'm going to do X or I'm going to employ proper breathing in that moment so I don't lose my cool against Aunt Sally, right? So or um, so that I don't get stressed out and, and over fatigued. I'm going to start every morning with just 10 minutes of quiet time by myself so that I can mentally and emotionally prepare. And during that 10 minutes of quiet time, I'm just going to reflect on gratitude, things that I can, can be excited for and thankful for in this season. And so whatever it is to help you navigate this holiday season, enjoy it. Enjoy it. There's too many families out there right now that that are that don't have somebody sitting around their dinner table because they've lost a loved one and this is their first holiday season without them. If you're blessed to have everybody with you, if you're blessed to have you around that holiday table, we need to enjoy it. We need to to be able to to really encapture life's moments because moments are fleeting. And so rather than just, you know, going through this the end of this year and into 2020 exasperated, take a breath, step back, be intentional about enjoying and embracing this moment and proactively think about how am I going to cope with some of these situations or scenarios that come up so that they don't dominate me, but rather I get to manage and control and influence this moment so that I can be my best self, bring my best self to my friends to my family, uh, to this most wonderful time of the year. Thank you so much for being with us. It truly is an honor and a privilege. I I also want to, you know, celebrate that we have a new book coming out called The Wow Factor Movement. Um, It is going to be posted on our social media and on our website. Um, I had the opportunity to write a chapter in this book, so it is not a book from me, but a book of incredible collaborators and thought leaders in leadership development. And Wow actually stands for Word of the Week. And so the The book is structured in a 52-chapter structure where each chapter is a different word of the week um, with a definition applied to it and then an application of how we can think about this word as it relates to how we show up as an individual or a leader moment by moment. And so please make sure you check this out. The, the big release is coming up, so keep your eye open for that. But I wanted to give you a little teaser. As you can imagine, the word that I chose is mindset to be included in, the, in a chapter of this book, but there are so many incredible words and incredible authors that went into this book development that I think it's going to be an incredible tool for you and maybe your team or your organization to rally around going into 2020. So again, keep your eye open for that because it might be a great resource to use to have as an anchor for yourself, for your family, for your team or your organization of every week a different word to focus on to implement into how you're going to think, how you're going to operate, how you're going to grow yourself as a leader and as an influencer in 
all the domains that you step into. So again, Wow Factor Movement coming, dropping soon. Get excited for that. Um, We'll have a lot of announcements and releases around that, but wanted to give you a little sneak preview. Um, So thank you again for being just a dedicated listener and and a collaborator in life and greatness. So follow us on all the social media platforms. We're on Twitter at Champ Mindsets, on Instagram at Selking Performance, and on Facebook at Selking Performance Group. Thank you again for being with us. Reach out to me directly if you have questions or would like to be a sponsor for next season's podcast, Amber at SelkingPerformance.com. And as always, from the locker room to the boardroom, I just want to challenge you to continue building your championship mindset.